Hey there, how are you? I hope you're doing great. Today, we are going to be talking about some things you can do when you feel like your career is going nowhere. So, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you exactly how it is, <laughs> and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in, and this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, what to do when your career is going nowhere. It's like there's a song about this, um, and I'm certainly not going to sing it to you. It's like on the road again, maybe. <laughs> you don't want to hear me singing it, and I have no idea what the other lyrics are, and I also don't know who sings it, and I don't know if it's applicable, but that's what popped into my head, so <laughs> here we are. All right, so obviously it can be really hard and discouraging if we feel like our career is going nowhere. I have been there. I fully get it. I understand. And I think with a little bit of work, we can get some clarity. So a couple of questions to ask yourself right out of the gate. Number one, is it really going nowhere? Like for real? Really? So sometimes I feel like we can feel that our career is going nowhere when maybe we have just hit a small plateau or we're coasting for the moment, right? And your career is still in the same trajectory. It just feels different for whatever reason. So being really honest with ourselves, like, is it really going nowhere? Or is this a plateau moment or a coasting moment? If you think about, you know, the quote unquote path to success, right? It's not a a one line straight up situation. It looks more like what your heartbeat looks like, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down. And the overall incline is up. And sometimes there's going to be spots where it's just flat for a minute and that's okay. Number two, are you taking an active role in your career? And this is a good question to ask ourselves because sometimes we may be taking more of a backseat, right? Maybe you're the person in the lift and you're expecting the driver to take your career where you want it to go. When in reality, you need to be the one in control. You need to be the one who's taking an active role and being an active participant in your career. So Steph, what are some things that we can do to fuel our growth? Well, of course, I have a list for you. So number one, where do you want your career to go? Figuring this out is critical. We can't sit here and say, oh, my career is going nowhere, but I don't know where I want it to go because it's not going nowhere. You're in discovery phase and that's not nowhere. That's everything. Where do you want it to go? figure that out. And while you're figuring it out, don't feel like you're stuck. Don't feel like your career is going nowhere. You're in the most important phase. You are in the phase in which you are figuring it out. And a lot of people skip that phase and end up in places they don't want to be. So very important. It's doing all the work. Don't discredit it. Like it's nothing. It's everything. Number two, how will you get there? Right? So if you're point A and you want to get to point B, what's the roadmap? that takes you there. And you don't have to know exactly, right? Take a left turn on Main Street, right turn on Main Street too, or whatever. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to know exactly, but you will have to know some basics, right? If you are in high school and you want to become a software engineer, you're probably going to have to go to school for computer science, right? So understanding some of those basics of how you're getting from A to B. Number three, make a list. Of course, we're making lists. I love lists. You guys should have seen this one coming. Come on. Making lists of what you like about where you are now 
and what you dislike. So this is going to be helpful as you have other conversations and people are going to tell you, hey, here's some things that I struggle with. Here's some things you should probably know. And what if all of those things are on your dislike list? And you're like, oh shit, maybe, maybe, not saying it will, but maybe this isn't the career that I want. Maybe this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Number four, what are your short-term and long-term career goals? This is important. Oftentimes people have career goals of, oh, I just want to be CEO or I want to be CFO or I want to be general counsel or I want to be a VP, whatever it might be, right? But they also don't have short-term goals that will help them slowly get there, right? We can't just, you know, I mean, how many years have we been trying to go to Mars? Like decades, right? We can't just be here on Earth and then boom, we're in Mars. Like that's just not how it works. You have to have a long-term goal going to Mars and then all the little short-term goals that help you ultimately get there. Although I'm pretty sure there's like like robots on Mars. So short-term goal, hey, progress, right? I really have no desire to go to Mars. So like, I don't really keep up with it. But anyway, number five, what areas do you want to explore? So while you're in the figuring it out stage of where you want to go and how you're going to get there, I strongly encourage you to explore, learn from other people, hear other people's experiences, understand their journeys, their stories, explore things that maybe you're not thinking about to make sure that what you've decided is really where you want to end up being. Number six, what teams and people at work could help you, right? So if you are in more of like an admin support type of role and you want to become a, you know, let's say software engineer, is there someone you can shadow? Are there a few different people you can talk to about that? And asking them, you know, what experience will you be looking for? Ask to sit in on a couple meetings just for your own personal learning and understanding. Use your current job, even if it's not your dream job, to help you understand and gain insight into where you want to go. Number seven, chat with your manager. So share all the things I just listed, right? Numbers one through six, where appropriate, if applicable, my little asterisk there and ask them, Hey, can you help me? Or how can you help me? Or what do you think? Uh, Give me your feedback. You know, all the things, just have a conversation with them. Also, if you feel comfortable, right? I understand there are a lot of amazing leaders out there. And I also understand there are a lot of not amazing leaders out there. So if you're comfortable, number eight, what communities inside or outside of work can you become a part of, right? So are there communities at work that could help you, different teams, like I mentioned before, outside of work, meetup groups, are there different communities online, right? Facebook groups or different types of folks you can follow on TikTok or Clubhouse or whatever it might be, right? So figuring out where the communities in which you're interested in being a part of, meet them where they're at, right? Where do they hang out? Where do they play? Maybe it's uh, YouTube or the, uh, the video game one, Twitch, you know, whatever it might be. And if it's not a video game one, like don't come for me. I I think it's just where people stream video games. And I literally, the only game I want to play is Tetris on a Game Boy, which I don't have either. So, you know, here we are. <sighs> Anyways, number nine, what projects can you work on to get you closer to your goal? So oftentimes when we are at work, different projects come up, the team has to accomplish, you know, a whole long list usually of goals um, and different projects for the year, for the quarter, which one of those projects on that list can you raise your hand for? And if you don't know what's on the list, ask your manager. They definitely have a list of things they have to accomplish, um, especially if you are in a smaller organization or, and by smaller, I mean like not Fortune 500, or if you are in one of those super large, huge companies, 
there are probably different initiatives that they may be part of. You know, so what can you be a part of that could help you explore some different avenues uh, that you're interested in as it relates to your career? And also think about this from a side project perspective as well, right? Is there projects you can do through websites like Upwork and things like that that can give you that experience or that exposure or maybe creating you know, doing a, f- a free project, right? If someone wants to become a web developer, maybe you partner with a, you know, local small business and you're like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. I'd love to build you a website for free, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, right? So how can you maybe do some of the projects you want to do, even if your current employer isn't on board with supporting you in that way? Number 10, volunteer to take on more responsibility. So this is really raising your hand, right, in order to help out and take on more. Before you do this, I want to make sure that you know and you are confident in your ability to take on more, right? If you feel like you are drowning and the day-to-day is already too hard, I wouldn't raise your hand for more. However, if you feel like you can, and this is really where self-awareness comes in, right? Definitely, if you have that ability, raise your hand, take on more. And I find the more that we do work that we're passionate about, the easier work becomes, right? Number 11, it's okay. It's okay say it again, to take risks. Sometimes it is even a good thing. Of course, there are times where it may be not so great, but it's okay to take a risk. I always found it so interesting talking to especially the people who are younger, and by younger, I mean under 40, under 45, maybe even under 50, and they're afraid to take risk. It's like, okay, if everything fails and you're 37 years old and you have to start all over again, you're still going to be okay. Like you're going to be great. So if you are like, hey, Steph, I'm not sure if I should take this risk. It's something I really love. I really want to do it. It's my dream. Do it. Do it. Do it. The worst that could happen is literally you start over. And then what? You're in the same spot you're in now? Okay. Doing nothing also keeps you there, right? Best case scenario, best decision of your life, and now you're winning in your career. So perspective. It's okay to take risk. I will say, because I'm a planner, every time I've taken a risk in my career, I usually try and make sure financially I am okay, right? So I have a good amount of money in savings, maybe, you know, two to six months worth of expenses just in case, right? If it doesn't work out and I find myself trying to find a new job again at what I was doing before, right? But if that's not you and you're like, fuck it, I want to do it anyway, do it. I support you 100%. Number 12, maybe it's time for a change. Sometimes people feel like their career is going nowhere because the company they work for sucks or their boss is shit or the team or the culture or whatever is just not for them. I 1000% get that. Maybe, maybe it's time for a change. Number 13, go on vacation. Take some time away from the office. Hey, get out, get away and try and help yourself stay calm. Now I understand COVID travel and all that has not been amazing the last year and a half and things are starting to level out a little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time. We're getting there. And so even if you have a staycation or even if you are, maybe you're like a five hour drive from the beach or a five hour drive from the mountains, like just get out of your space for a minute, grab a hotel, maybe you find a cool cabin or whatever it might be, but getting outside of your own space can usually help bring clarity. I found pretty much every time I travel, good, bad, or otherwise, I gain insights that I wouldn't have had had I just stayed my booty at home. And that's a lot because I'm about 45 minutes from the beach and I go almost every weekend uh, just to watch the waves unless it's 
cold and cold to me living in North Carolina where it's usually very warm is like 55. <laughs> but if you ever see some blonde woman on the beach with like a hoodie and then another sweater and then a blanket, it's probably me. So hello. <laughs> and number 14, what free online courses can you take? So there are a ton of free resources online that you can take. I'm actually in the process of doing, and so gosh, I hope no one who actually does this course listens to this. I don't do the quizzes because I usually just listen for content and information versus like to get a good grade. I just feel like after a master's degree, I'm like, I'm done with quizzes, but it is a... I think it's a Yale course around like happiness. And I've done a lot of self-development, a lot of self-improvement courses, books, conferences, all the things, right? However, I don't think one person should ever stop learning. And I think it for me, if it's something that I can learn about personally, or even just listen as a refresher, it's beneficial. Uh, but my point is, a Yale course, I think it's Coursera, is offering uh, free courses, which feels like, what? Wow, amazing. I know there have been other uh, universities and colleges that have offered like free entire programs online. Like I've seen some for computer science online. So check it out. And it may not even have to be through like a big platform like a Coursera or whatever other platforms are out there, right? It could just be, you know, some random person who's offering a free online course. Also great if the content is what you're looking for. Number 15, network network, network, network. Who can you meet? What spaces can you be in to meet other people? How can you find folks who are doing what you want to do and network with them and build those connections? Number 16, find a mentor. I really, really wish I found mentors earlier in my career. And I think that's like one of the biggest reasons for me wanting to do a podcast, right? Is like, I didn't have a huge team of people supporting me and I didn't have a lot of those connections. And if doing a podcast can help someone feel like they have that connection or that support, you know, that's, that's everything. Try and find a mentor, ask people for help in that way. Like, who do you know? Or if you already know who you want it to be, just ask them. Number 17, assess whether or not you're on the right track. So this can be tricky. However, I think if we take some time to get out of our own way, get out of our own heads and be as unbiased as possible, you can figure this out. If you're struggling, reach out to someone who can help you with that. Number 18, evaluate your different advancement opportunities. So oftentimes, depending on the type of company you're in, depending on the type of team you're on, depending on the type of industry that you are in, there may be a ton of advancement opportunities. And maybe on the complete flip side of that, you may not have very many advancement opportunities at all. So evaluating in your current situation, what are your advancement opportunities? And then using that information to help craft out and build your long-term plan, right? Maybe you're good where you're at, but you're in a small company. They're not growing. So they're just kind of a stable, small company. So there aren't a lot of advancement opportunities. So maybe now you know at some point you need to either change companies or change industries and or possibly both, right, to be able to have more of that growth potential. Number 19, go after what gets you excited. Go after what makes you happy, what brings you joy. That's going to change over time. I think it's really important that we find joy and happiness and excitement at work. We spend so much time working. If there is just no return on that investment from like a satisfaction perspective, we have a lot of changes to make. Number 20, 
make decisions and take action. Uh, this is really, really important. Oftentimes people are really good at saying, okay, I want to do this. And then there maybe are too many options to do the thing. And they are kind of stuck by the vast amount of options they have, or they're afraid or they're intimidated or whatever the case may be. So making decisions really important, but even more important is taking action on those decisions. 21. Find an accountability partner or coach. Uh, this could be a friend. This could be a colleague. This could be your manager. This could be someone you hire, but make sure there's someone who is holding you accountable. Oftentimes we can hold ourselves accountable and then sometimes not. So if depending on what it is, uh, maybe your accountability partner is yourself. But if you find yourself not being honest with yourself and not holding yourself accountable, find it elsewhere. And number 22, switch it up. It sounds simple. Uh, sometimes we just need to switch it up and it could be anything. Uh, maybe your job, maybe your company, maybe something in your personal life. There are times where we just need change and it could be whatever that is for you, but switch it up. Maybe it's temporary. Maybe it's permanent. Who knows? I don't know. It's up to you to decide. It's your call, your switch, <laughs> not mine, but getting out of the routine of doing and keeping everything the same will help you. All right. If you have a topic or a question you want me to cover, definitely reach out. Let me know. I hope you found this information and episode helpful. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to the show. I appreciate you. A new website, still under construction, still kind of a hot mess, but you can check it out if you want, or you can wait until it's better really your call, stephdennis.com. Uh, you can support the show simply by listening, sharing with a friend, uh, leaving a rating and or review, or you can make a monetary donation via PayPal or Anchor. You can find me on the socials, stephdennis13, on Instagram and TikTok, clubhouse, stephdennis, and then Instagram for career talk podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome. So wonderful. I hope you have a beautiful, lovely, rest of your day.